On today's job board, we have producer Andy joins, golfing, beer, the heat, the James Webb telescope, hack attack, stump the Peter, fun facts, and of course, course happenings. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jane Weeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 63 of From the Jingweeds. Dan, we're going to keep this thing going. We got another person in the house. Did we give a tickle last week of who this was? Maybe we did. I don't know. I don't think Producer we did. Producer Andy, Andy uh, Cutler, hi welcome there. to the show. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. <laughs> good to it's be, always fun to do a live one you. in person, so that way I know where the edit points are. <laughs> yeah, so when we say cut this, you really know right yeah. there. <laughs> shit, I got to wait seven minutes in and we're already saying cut this shit. Yeah, and it's good to know exactly where the, hey, episode number, because sometimes that can take 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> I had somebody tell me one time, hey, you don't really have a lot to do, do you? And I said, that's how you know I'm doing a good job, is you don't know where I'm cutting things out. Yes. Yeah. Because we send them over probably at least a minimum of an hour and 45 to two hours worth of stuff, and you just cut it. And basically, our show is that one-hour middle part. Yeah. <laughs> cut, the, cut the one hour. There's the a lot of fat. It needs yeah. to be trimmed. Hey, but it gets us going. Yeah. And then it gives us something to yap Sometimes about. I hear some good stuff. You know what I mean? The listener will just have to wonder what it is I hear, but sometimes I hear some really good things. <laughs> yeah. And one day, you'll just have to have this mashup that we call it. Maybe episode 100 is just not even editing any of those, just put them piece them together from episode one on <laughs> and just I, hit play i've thought about going back and stitching all the times that you said to cut something out just you're gonna have to cut this out oh you're gonna cut this out cut this out andy for real cut this andy, out i cut think if out. we you put a beat to the back of that that yeah. could definitely be it our be. finishing song every week could be all but that's of, a lot of work like that's well, a lot of listening hours yeah no apparently somebody asked you if you you don't have to do much you yeah, must yeah. be getting much better at it like i think we are like yeah. I can get all three microphones working without going completely crazy. So yeah. that's a step. There I just know it's several happening. Several of those days. Oh. <laughs> I will say it's a seamless transition from when you guys record to when I get it. So I, I applaud you for that because the first the couple first of was, was like, <laughs> yeah. have, we had to hop on Zoom and I'd be yeah. like, wait, wait, wait. All right, share your screen. No, no, no. Go to this folder now. Hit this button. Okay, right click. Andy, I fucking grow grass. <laughs> I don't do this shit. Yep. That first couple of weeks was rough. It was rough, but look at how far we've come. Now we're, we now we got a TV in the background. We can start talking about, you know, we can watch golf. We've got Harris English with a 62 today. Lowest 18-hole score allegedly he's ever shot. Now, you think he's ever shot way lower with his friends? I have no idea, but that's low. What tees are that is low. From? That's why I'm saying, like, yeah. how many of these guys have ever shot, you know, 59, insanely low yeah. at their home course? You yeah, know, 59 no is such a big deal on tour, but how many do you think have happened? Like just on the, on the golf yeah, course? Yeah, on the yeah. golf course. Probably a shitload. I mean, ours is, what, a 63 from the tees up? <laughs> so imagine if these guys went and did that at my place. Dude, I need, they'd shoot 56. Uh, did the guy ever come back? I have no idea. You know, Alice doesn't play as much. I think that has to do with maybe a little bit of the construction aspect. And it was funny because... Uh, me and Martin were talking about like, hey, you know, how come Alice and the boys haven't been out here? No, oh, maybe it's the bunkers and this and that. And I was just like, 
He picks it up and throws it out of a very good one. Like, what's it matter if it's like every one of them's on the construction from yeah. what you tell me? Yeah, you he get picks it up, throws it back, bunker. and hits out. Yeah. So it can't be that. Maybe he's getting a better deal. Just <laughs> kicked Martin to the curb. Nice yeah. knowing you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I don't, he set the course record. Now he doesn't have to come yeah, back. Yeah, his buddy did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. That's what they do. On they to the bu- next one. They bounce around Another until Sunridge. they. Another <laughs> Sunridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grind What's the course record? It. Is that from the backs or the fronts? <laughs> well, I'll pick the ones in the middle. Oh, boy. Wait, can a course record be from the fronts? No. no. Oh, I was going to say. Tips, yeah. No, not unless I think you distinguish between every single, oh, yeah, like right. you go up there and you got a card and you got, hey, so-and-so shot you know whatever 55 from the 40 and then the white tee is in there right so i would think if those are all then yes i think you you hang that thing sure but i'll just but I'll make just sure the straight up course in. record with no es- explanation and it was from not the championship or the back tees whatever you want to call them yeah. then no because it's just assumed i think yeah it is assumed but what's your record and what tees uh, I broke 100 this summer. I shot a 97. Nice. At Stone Creek. Uh, in where? Because I mean, not Mulligans. the Stone Creek where I'm. Oh, this uh, is in Omaha. Omaha. This is in Omaha. In Omaha. Nebraska. Okay. For those in the Arizona area. I see where people listen. Germany. Yeah. We got some. We got some Australia. Australia. Yeah. yeah. It's Australia. It's all over. Um, shot a 97 from the white tees. White tee, which is their middle one. Yeah, so not the back, not the back middle, the front middle. Okay, okay. And exactly where I say you belong. Yes, no, I, I Let's go Let's cover that goal, yeah. My friend Dan a lot, and like we decided, we watched Manolo, and he says, if this is where you hit to, you should hit from here. And it's like, yeah, we should probably hit from here. And it's actually a much more enjoyable game. Absolutely. Because yeah, I, f- I feel like I'm closer to the pen most yeah. times. Do you have a goal of the day you decide to step it back other than you know when we played i believe you played back with us i would always no, go, he went no, you one forward played, yeah he went you guys played tips and i went to the one in front and the one in and front. even still, and that's just, still a little, little long like yesterday yeah. or we played was that yesterday tuesday i think two no, days ago two tuesday yeah it's tuesday yeah we played tuesday and it was a hundred and it's two days ago whatever right now yeah sorry this is a thursday this will come out on sundays but we played from that back to you and it was I don't know. I like I like going a little bit forward until I can actually strike the ball really well, and I don't mind playing from that kind yeah, of. Yeah, because then you don't have a fucking three iron or four iron in for your next shot at two hundred and ten yeah, right. yards. I right. mean, playing those par fives at his spot is is daunting sometimes. Thank God we were playing a shamble and we were taking most of his drives. Oh. But I did have a couple LDs yeah. and I did win us a hole. So. Yeah. Hey, it's that, getting much better. There you go. Yeah. Enjoying it, and you're playing a ton, so you're putting in mm-hmm. the time. Just like you're playing it pretty much every weekend and sometimes 36 on a weekend. Last 54. 54 Played a week 54 ago. with shout out Big Ed. Oh, Big Ed crushed yes. it through 54. <laughs> yes, he did. Nice Had work, Big Ed. <laughs> so you, I Back you must be feeling fucking great. The hips dialed in. The ticker's <laughs> pounding. Dude, well, Big Ed's good. Sunday morning was a little rough. Well, I can imagine. <laughs> I, I would be. 3 a.m. with my buddy Dan Watts drinking whiskey. Like Dan, <laughs> yeah, yeah they brought like a really nice whiskey and dance it up with them until three in the morning that's you a good run that's impressive these greens like i know exactly what you guys are talking about when you say you don't want fast greens and you don't want these super undulated hilly ass things because it's not, not the amateur fun. player no no 
we would play these things and it you just are shooting straight off of it. You just barely tap and it's like <laughs> there goes it's ninety five feet. It's insane. Yeah, yeah and that's so if fun. you could get it to stop it on Dude, those things. It's yeah. a bark heaven. Like you could make a lot of money on those greens. You got a one footer. Yeah. Bark. bark. Oh, we had skins <laughs> the other day and TJ and TJ played with us and uh he had a a legit two foot putt on number one for birdie and blew it just because of that where it was sitting in the angle of his yeah. putt and uh i can't remember his name but he's a general manager or director of golf up at wickenburg he came down and joined ed and ed was like yep skin number one was there from three feet made the putt and i was like oh tj one foot <laughs> missed the putt and that would have halved it and pushed it on yeah oh fucker but yeah sometimes they can get wild that was at Blackstone. Yeah. Here. Place is good. Oh, I good job, Andrew. I know you don't listen, fucker. I knew it would be. Yeah, but it's in really good shape. Uh, what's weather been like back there, and how's how are the golf courses? Do you see that now that listening to the podcast and playing golf, do you see what we talk about with yes. conditioning? Yeah, and I also see what you talk about with price, right? And so some places are really expensive and i play it i'm like well this shouldn't be but i also had questions about like there's a lot of you know you'll see dead spots but it's also you can tell that's where there's no tree there's no coverage the sun just sits right there all day so like how do you fix that i don't know you can't so like i try to be forgiving because i paid 45 dollars right right yeah we played in it's called cory oaks it's the number one public course in nebraska and it's 80 dollars with a cart with a cart with a cart okay and it's really really beautiful but it's it was miserable i just the rough so here's what i like about desert golf your guys's roughs are an inch thick right yeah. like you can hit a four iron, four iron out of it and you're fine i don't have to take an eight iron to yeah. try to go to yeah, yeah, like, do everything you can and the get. worst part is your ball gets lost <laughs> in the rough like i know it didn't bounce because it just sticks but you have to walk at it from seven different angles to like get the perfect angle to see your ball yeah it's it was brutal but it was gorgeous but i'm I'm also not a good enough golfer to play that. Right, but then down the middles, yeah. if you played the golf course down the middle, yeah. was it just pristine? It was, yes. Every little bit, everything's manicured. It is perfect. There's a reason why it's number one. Really? Yeah. And that's Dude, 80, when I and that's I 80 bucks it opened, public track It opened there. as like the number one when it opened a long time ago. The last time I played it, probably maybe 10 or 15 years ago, it was not good. Like, really? I heard it was going under. Or like huh. they were losing a bunch of money, so you could tell the maintenance was just not. Yeah. So maybe they're down, maybe they're yeah. back, or you know. It seemed I didn't see any dead spots. I didn't see any yellow. Like yeah. everything was green. I played it mid May, early June. How's the weather been? It's hot. It's really hot. Hot, and, humid, and, humid. and then you get yeah. the thunderstorms and yeah, it we just, just stays humid as shit in the morning. Days. Yeah, it's it's just so goddamn humid. It's just disgusting. It's 97 degrees and humid. I bet like when we were in turf, there's no joke. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad. What, it's just a lot of fungicide shit? Yeah. I mean, if you got bent grass fairways, you're fucking spraying fungicides left and right. Right. right? But if you got like some yeah. turf type. The, the Nebraska, right the Nebraska red. Just let it rip. I mean, with that much humidity and rain, now like at the Cory Oaks, dude, it's in like this canyon. So the air movement stinks. Oh, so. yeah. They have fans around the greens? Fans, yeah. Not at Corey Oaks, no. Huh. They do at Eagle Hills. Yeah. Hashtag Papillion. Yep. 
That's where I grew up with there. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a green, like number 14. Number 11? Is it 11? Yeah. You're yeah. like in the back. There is nothing back. There's no yeah. movement. It's like a, you could yes. take a pit with a backhoe and just put a green down there. I shit myself on 14. Oh, thanks. I went to take a pee and. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I had to use an extra glove. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Hey, I've been there. So. Really? Oh, yeah. You extra glove guy? I never. I mean, really? what? Yeah, I didn't never. Know what else to do. That's well, I awesome. carried hand sanitizer. So while you were taking a whiz, you went to rip a pot and shit yourself. Yeah, dude, just <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't poop my pants, but in the woods. And you use an old glove. Oh yeah. <laughs> the pioneer. Oh, you weren't put you Lincoln. weren't pulled down and ready. You were no, standing and shit. It's been back so like Oh. Did you hear that? Yep. I felt it. That's gonna itch when it dries. Yeah. I mean yeah. That leather glove saved me though. Oh man. Got oh yeah, did you give him a? Did you, uh, Alex, tuck him in, or did you give it a good swipe? Oh, I just uh, swiped it. Got it. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing, but it was, yeah. you know, so solid squirt. I know not naming names, with the place, the old softball days. I wasn't around here for this, but one of the dudes playing second base, ball gets ripped up over <laughs> his head. He jumps and goes to fucking catch it as it's going over there, and. Like something falls out of his shorts. You're like, what the fuck is that? Well, he picks it up and shoves it in his ass cheeks. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, that's my tuck. Still to this day, walks around with a tuck. Yeah, just to keep it dry. Can you imagine? Yeah, still to this day. Yeah, just gets it there and hangs it out. Stern wraps the head of his pee. You think he's cool with that on the podcast? Yeah. I said, I'm not naming names. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Where was that? I don't know. Andy, cut that. I don't know. Right. Don't now. Yeah, I don't know. You want to dive into a beer? Yes. I'd love Since to. we did, well, you we guys did can this. give a quick little update on the sipper. Go nuts while I dig. Uh, hey, Andy, this I is mean, you. We started with a Belching Beaver recurring brewery here with the Buenos Tiempos, a Mexican-style lager. I'm super into Mexican-style lagers. So this caught my eye. This is a skeleton. Looks like a beaver. It's got the beaver teeth with the sombrero. Smoke a cigarette, playing the guitar, and that's a, a tasty one. It's yeah, a their yeah. cans have been nonstop. This is great. You made that and pretty I, clear. I give this a birdie, ones. just an absolute birdie. I do really like it. I could drink that all day. And the can is yeah, it's even just, better than last week's. It's super fun. Yeah, I'd I'd give say this a, a, a birdie, bad. and it's yeah. a little bit lower on the alcohol end, so you could drink a handful without becoming buckled. Yeah, only four point eight. I mean, it's, what is that? Miller Lite? You know what I mean? Miller Lights. I'm surprised we haven't resorted to those. I thought Maddie was going to bring Keystones. I thought for sure he was <laughs> going to bring Keystones. I mean, that's good. But you have, to re- you have to that's review a, that's it. That's a solid part oh, for no, me. Oh, no, absolutely. Solid part for beer. I thought it was good. I, I, I do it like says, It style. does say fire a lime in there, so maybe that'll kick it up a notch. Maybe. It's amazing how fruit can make certain beers so much better and then make them the absolute worst beer. Yeah. So this one, boys. So last week after I left, I grabbed a six, or another four pack of Abnormal, the IPA, and it was fucking phenomenal. It's e- easy eagle. I was gonna bring it back, but then today I saw this, so I got the uh, unidentified Abnormal IPA from the same brewery. Because if they made it, that IPA was that fire, I had to know what this was. Yeah. Dude, it's about like I'll bring aliens. The, I'll bring that other one again next ne- next week because. It is ridiculous. It references Mulder and Scully. Yeah, there's like a little story on the back, isn't there? 
Yeah. Did you, were you big on that show? Mulder and Scully, what the fuck were they? No, the X-Files. X-Files, mm. yeah. I Never. saw the movie on base when we first Never. moved here. Just because we had nothing else to do. So we went and saw the X-Files movie. But that's yeah. it. Were you an X-Files guy? You no. definitely look like one. Fuck no. Matt, you seem like a sci-fi no. guy. Absolutely. What's your favorite alien? I'm none. I don't believe in any of them, you <laughs> dink. I see that. I see where you're leading me, but I'll go with it all day long. What's which Star Trek series do you like the most? Are you a series nine? No, I did see that Robbie Fox from Barstool did a little review on that Star Wars uh, hotel that Disney's doing, and it looks like one of their jet fighter things. See uh-huh. the price on those things? Uh-uh. It was like two adults, forty eight hundred, two adults and a kid, uh, fifty three hundred or something like that. <laughs> And then uh, two adults and maybe two kids was six grand. It was broken down like that. You better like Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do and you? then it's, uh, a night? it's crazy. Yeah. Um, no. Maybe it was a minimum two night stay. But still, it was insane. Yeah. But that was the only way you could buy it. Like, you couldn't go to stay there a night. Maybe yeah. it was two or three nights. What's your favorite still. Star Wars character? <laughs> um, Knowing absolutely zero, but cool like badassness is probably boba fett oh, okay i thought you're gonna go job of the hut no seemed like dumbest. a job kind of guy you know what in my <laughs> garage right now i have a case of the original star wars figures in the old school 70s case do you yeah Nerd. i believe yoda still has the fucking cane and the uh and the his little shawl he wore okay and then darth vader still has the cape are you going to tell me you don't know anything about Star Wars? No, I... Uh, He's lying to so us. So my buddy Jody that moved out here, and we all followed, the last night his whole rig was packed up and was just like, all right, boys, whatever else you guys want, because the rest is fucking they're coming to basically take. I ran down in that su- that basement so fast, knew exactly where those fucking things were. So <laughs> I basically <laughs> hawked them off of my buddy who didn't want to pack them or move them. And I still have them. And that was 20-something years ago. Probably 96. We're going to start slinging those things to keep the podcast floating. (laughs) We might have to. Donations are all all I know. I do not have a Boba Fett. (laughs) Episode 64 is just going to be an auction for your action figures. I got a bunch of Boba Fett. $748.68. We have the original Yoda with the shawl. Yeah, with the shawl and the shaft. We just give a big shaft. What's that? American Roadshow or whatever? Yeah. Oh, what do you have here? Yes. This Ooh. is a beautiful the thing. Stop making this yeah. Is that the original packaging? That's always up in This shawl has not been replaced. You can see here. It's even got the dust originally yeah. collected in 87. What you got here, Tommy, <laughs> is you got yourself a Darth Vader. 1972 originals. Right? And what's the good part here is you got the cape. The cape, every kid loses the cape here. Right? That'll be oh, the lady. Shit given the whole review on it, and then she'll be like, and that's, what do you think it's worth? I don't know. I stole it off my buddy. <laughs> Fucking next thing. Yeah, $628,000. <laughs> this just got sold at Southbees for $1.2 million. Dude, there's so many crazy shit where people find it at like a yard yeah. sale. Oh, so, I mean, it was just left in my house. Indian. It's like, this motherfucker's worth $125,000. Yeah. Did you bring an extra pair of underwear, Jeff? <laughs> no, because you're going to shit your pants. <laughs> This is a $400,000 cape, my man. Which <laughs> pulls out an extra pair out of, his, out of his pocket. Here, these are for you. Large? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or, I got a, or I got this extra golf club, whichever you no, prefer. Size 36 Panther, Greg. <laughs> I got this extra golf club. <laughs> Just give a size 36 Panther, Greg. You're going to need a new pair. 
Here's I, hope some you, I hope you got yourself a Tucker because you're going to need it. Because <laughs> this toothpick was George Washington's. The cut day he cut the down his dad's two cherry fronts tree. were cut from. Yeah. <laughs> On his last campaign trip. <laughs> oh, shit. You think he ever had to campaign? I don't know the real story. Did George Washington ever no, have to campaign? So. I used to dog walk about it. According to National Treasure, he had campaign pins. So I'm just pulling it from that movie. I think that. Well, they did a dog walk on it. Oh, like, really? Like you know, it was like when Trump and Biden do all these slander pieces, yeah. like how far back it goes. Even like George Washington. Did you listen to it this week when they did the review of the Woodstock '99? Not yet. Uh, have you guys seen it? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, the HBO. Yeah. No. How old were you guys in '99? Twelve. Sixteen. Sixteen. Do you remember it at all? Hardly. Because I, mean, I remember. Wasn't when a, I remember it not I mean, being everybody a thing. Being yeah, it's it's a crazy look at it. It's a fucking absolute disaster. I don't even know how to talk about it if you guys haven't talked yeah, about no. it because I remember it. I had buddies that went to it. Uh, oh, but you were in that area. Yeah. See, we were and, in Nebraska. Uh, well, I, me, my brother, and his buddy Steve. Bloody on Steve. A sat- no, his buddy Steve, not <laughs> bl- bloody Steve, um, watched on Saturday night of That's the it. 94 Woodstock and... It was Saturday night. I believe it was Rage Against the Machine played. Same as this one. And Metallica played. And maybe... Maybe Guns N' Roses was in that. I can't remember which clothes. So this is like midnight on Saturday night. Let's go. We're going. So my Jeremy hands us the keys to Molly. Molly was the little Metro. Molly Metro that he drove around. We used to pack that thing like five, six deep, and the smallest kid would be like 210 pounds. <laughs> We'd buzz around all over the place. So me and my brother and Steve load up a bunch of beers, and we take off to fucking New York. Five hours later, we roll in there, basically as the sun's coming up, can't park within like four miles of the place, hitchhike into it, right? We get there, the place is a fucking mud hole and zombies walking around. Then you kind of roll in and this is cutting through the woods and now we're covered in mud and we're 10 minutes into this thing after probably a two hour venture into Jesus. this place. So now it's like seven in the morning. We're inside and uh, roll up to the stage. There's no beers, nothing. You know, there's barely any water. So it's like, what the fuck? And it's just a mud hole. Out comes Sunday morning mass. What the fuck? Right. We're walking around trying to find anything. We're ready to buy beers off of people. Yeah. My brother slips and falls and lands <laughs> his kneecap directly directly on a rock and splits it open. Uh. And it's fu- but it, yet it's covered in mud and it's gushing blood. <laughs> right. What the fuck? So we got to go find the medic tent. We go to find the medic tent. There's a fucking line out there. Kids, little knee, you know, split open versus the. 17 in front of him that are probably OD'd yeah. for the day. He's going to be here for a while. So what do we do? Me and Steve walk back down the watch. We see Arrested Development, which was show. great, which was really good. And then saw the Allman Brothers. The first time I ever saw the Allman Brothers was <laughs> there. Um, and then after those two sets, then we go try and find him. And they want to take him now to a hospital. They're basically loading up vans of guys like him that just got little nicks pack them all in and get them to the hospital we're like no (laughs) you're coming with us and we just fucking decided to leave we were there for probably four hours get back in the car and drive back to mass oh dude so when woodstock 99 came out like this is right up my alley 
of who was there, kind of who they project on the documentary. Like, this is what I was going to watching music. I mean, I was seeing other shit, but I was in every mosh pit you could imagine. And this would have been right there. And But I was like, nope. I went to that for a couple hours. And I was probably beyond the festival times at yeah. this point because I went to a bazillion of them. So I was like, nah, they're kind of miserable. Thank God I didn't go. It's bananas. It's borderline disgusting. Really? Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing the pictures with Kurt Loder, you know? Yeah. MTV News. Mm -hmm. It looked bad. Just everybody looked gross. I mean, they did some crazy shit. You know, uh, Kid Rock got up there and called Bill Clinton a pimp because two days before he was impeached for yeah. fucking the Monica Lewinsky shit. Well, a bunch of other shit, but lying to Congress and all that about that stuff. So he gets out there and fucking basically calls Bill Clinton a pimp. You know, the place goes bananas. DMX's uh, set was unreal and how that fit to today's society versus what was going on then with music and you have an african-american kid leading a sea of the angriest white kids you can imagine but he had them in the palm of his hand at 110 degrees on a tarmac at an old closed down <laughs> navy base stop drop Shut them down, yeah. open up shop, you know? And just Whoa. the whole place no. going bananas. And then corn came out, and it was, I mean, <laughs> everything. I don't even know how them. you survived. Then it was a, there was what they say, a mile in between the two show stadiums. So you got people walking around. I oh, mean, really? Then all the bathrooms overflow, all the mud they think they're hanging out in is the overflowed everything there. Ugh. Yeah, and it's dudes are sliding through. It's unreal. <laughs> and then to close the place out on day on Sunday, they light the place on fire. The crowd? I mean, the, yeah, the crowd, yeah. And they're out there telling Limp Biscuit was going, had that place going so crazy, and Dude, he was ensuing. You know? You know, he, yeah, he was basically the gasoline, yeah. the leader of the whole <laughs> place. He's doing song names. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw Limp Biscuit before I even knew who they were down in Lupo's in uh, Rhode Island. It was this little place that our friend from college used to bartend that so she used to get us in the back door but she just call us when she got there and be like hey so-and-so's playing so so all right let's roll down there and see the black crows yeah. all right you know let's roll down there and see fishbone unbelievable band yes. live seven dust before they were Ooh. who knows who uh kenny wayne shepherd when he was 16 years old uh who else this band that months later was like hey i've heard, heard that song live before and it was Limp Biscuit, but I remember it. They had this tiny closet, going bananas, absolute bananas. Have you seen Fred Durst lately? Yeah, that whole thing at Lollapalooza. Did you watch the whole no. performance? Does he sound? Good? I was impressed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was <laughs> impressed. I mean, the people that said it looked he like it all, he was though. the fourth dude in the sabotage video said it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did ev all he the did old all. shit. West Borland is still his guitarist too, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. Still all painted up and. Acting the fool. Good for him. Got had the place going bananas. I mean, <laughs> it was it's pretty good. I still yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, I was, I was kind of blown away. What an but the documentary, but the documentary is about this beer. <laughs> yeah, the documentary is really good. I thought we I would think. talk about Blink One Eighty Two. We started talking about this beer and then aliens, and then we just finished talking about the biscuits. Yeah. That's where it goes, what right? The fuck? So, beer is par for me. Yeah, I'd give it a part. Yeah, it's the a par. Abnormal. You have to have the unidentified abnormal IPA. It's fine. Yeah. It's good. It. 
I'll drink it. I I need you to have the other one now because that other one don't Looking put your dick in the dirt it. like my uncle Rich always says. <laughs> so Belching Beaver, we probably should get like a sponsorship from here soon. That's two shows in a row, four beers deep. I mean, and they're yeah. good. I meant to bring some from this place called Iowa. It's called Moss. It's also a, this place called Iowa. Where's this place called Iowa you yeah. speak of? Is, is, is this really uh, real? Is that, una- sorry. is that part of the Is this going back to aliens? Uh, what is this so-called place, Iowa? It's Cake Creek Moss. It's a Mexican <laughs> lager. It's delightful. I just didn't have enough time to grab it. Oh. So I'll send it. We'll have to so how long, how long are you down we'll here? We'll have to take the jingweeds yeah, up come, to... you got to come to the Midwest. How long uh, are you down here for? Carroll Country we'll, Club. We're leaving tomorrow morning. And just a little quick little pop-in visit? Well, we got here Monday. So we've been here for a little while. Like This was a really good vacation. But that's what it was, just vacation? No mm-hmm. work related? Can you write it off? The Jingweeds no, can't? Oh, shit. I wish. I I'm trying to use the... Uh, I don't know if I could say it, but I would like to go to the Pinnacle Championship in Omaha and try to get media credentials for it. Oh, nice. So... That'd be sweet. Yeah, the PGA Tour was like, mm, you would be better off with the Corn Ferry or the Senior Tour. Try those. <laughs> Maybe you should just sweet. volunteer know, to be I've, on the maintenance here's the thing, staff. If I would have been just walk smart. In there with I could have had media credentials for the Senior US that. Open. Hey, you that hey, hey why don't neck. you just tie that thing to your neck and go yeah. volunteer as that's, a maintenance And the group. GoPro, like, that, I know, that's what I'm saying. And, and just Andy do wheels it that way. Andy wheels in with that Atlanta landed in a GoPro bucket. You'd get kicked hey, right weird. out of there, dude. No, yeah, right. You tell me the guilfoil on that tin isn't yeah. fucking laying it to the guy with the helmet and a GoPro on. I just be like, I know. You'd I know fucking be dead. I know superintendents in Arizona. There's a hundred yeah. of those in there. That's all I was. Yeah, I produce the jingles. Yeah. He knows. Make an announcement. You guys ever heard of in the, the tin? There's 150 employees there. Oh yeah. Excuse me, everyone. The reason yeah. I'm wearing this ridiculous helmet. Yeah, I tried to get uh, Bree to put it up in. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Okay, sorry, it went blank. But it, Andy, that'll have to be cut. You know what? I'm it not going to cut that. I just want I everybody to experience it. what we just experienced. And Matt Still. trailed off, and it, you know, it's perfect. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Oh, so I asked Brie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I asked Brie to play her episode live on the. So one uh, of the assistants. What are we going to do? <laughs> so one of the assistants at the These Olympic abnormals Club. These are abnormal, sir. Is down here and uh, yeah, he's now at True North. Ooh, and I told Bree, I said, just tell him. She sent me a message. She goes, hey, the assistant here is a big fan. I said, hey, you should pop your episode on while in between <sighs> jobs on Saturday. Yeah, at afternoon. the Olympic Club. Didn't work. <laughs> no, it did not. I still want to try a burger dog, dude. Phenomenal. One of my. It is fucking phenomenal. Actually, I just saw a Buddy Glenn, who I haven't seen in a long time. We played Olympic Club together. First thing he said to me. Can't wait to get another burger dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, they, uh, they are fucking incredible. I don't know if I told. That's why you gotta take the Jingweeds to San Francisco, man. Mm. Uh, Olympic I, Club. Also, can I come on the Jingweeds Invitational? Like, I do produce the podcast, so that's full. Yeah, we'll have to reach out. Ready to gamble? I don't know. And play a it's lot of golf already for Texas. That's fine. I'm not going. Yeah, but this one's full. I mean, I just want to be on the short list. I'll get my game up. I uh, I can't remember if I had this conversation, but uh, I'll still announce it again. Uh, I ran into, well, went to go have beers at the preserve that took over Four Peaks and happened to sit next to this woman, and she was, oh, what do you do? As she's crocheting oh, at the bar. Ooh. Crocheting at oh, the okay. bar. Right. Oh, sorry, knitting. Knitting. Uh, yeah, I, got, I was like, are you crocheting? She's like, oh, I'm knitting. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, word goes on. 
Got hey, lucky. what do you do? I said, oh, I grow grass for a golf course. She goes, oh, I have a very good friend that does that. And it's Josh Minson that was at TPC here for a while. Yeah. Now he's up in Vegas. Uh, so I text and she's like, oh, really? You're friends with him? So I text him. I'm like, hey, I'm with one of your old friends at the preserve. And he goes, redheaded lady? And I said, yes. <laughs> hey, seller. I said, hi, whatever. Anyways, we've gotten in contact. I think we're ready. Vegas. Vegas oh. boys are listening now. Are they? Yeah, they want the they want the challenge. So they want the heat. We're back Ooh. on that, and of course Palm the boys Springs. down in Palm Springs. That's next thing we're gonna know, we're gonna have too many dates, and we're never gonna fill a one of them. So, but at least people are listening. One commitment at a time. Yeah, one commitment at a time. Uh, I mean, so I can just come film, you know, and yeah, play. Absolutely well, this is different. This is the Vegas first Phoenix boys and Palm Springs most Phoenix yeah. boys. And we're gonna try yeah. and get because the dude that was eight. on last time. Four and four would be Palm perfect, Springs, right? Huh? He's the one challenging. Uh, the yeah, the director of agronomy at uh, Indian Wells. Yeah. yeah, Jonas. So that's good that that's going on, uh, or at least people are talking about it. Now let's just do it. Obviously, both of us or all three of our locations about to come into the point where we can't do it. Um, any uh, any news further on? See, let's get into growing some grass, see what's going on, see how the summer's going. Status quo. Same, status quo, still sand, We're still sand. running Sandmaster, sand, 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 sand. Okay, uh, you got the, yeah, you got the black back up going. Yep, that's going. We were supposed to switch golf courses, in our, but we yep. stayed on White Wing, so that's going to keep rolling. Just getting them, I mean, I'm glad. It's a good thing that White Wing's closed because the rough is out of fucking control because it takes everything we have and just keep quail yep. mode right now. But, I mean, it's good, man. We have a lot of grass, too much. Which is a good thing, but yeah, I think so too. Grass and areas like the, I've never had it before, so I think going into that year, whatever we're going to decide to do, doing seed wise, I'm yeah. glad I kind of have as much grass as I do because, I mean, obviously I need as yeah. much to hang around underneath there. Yeah, doing something. Like if it got to a point where you're just sprinkling for the color, and then you got that dense. Right. All people want to see is green. And I think if it's painted, ninety-five percent of the people are don't even know that you overseed it. Mm-hmm. And if it's painted in green, then it's green. It's the it's brown. It's tight. Right. You know, this is the. I think it's just the mental thing. It's really tight out there. Is it tight or is it brown? You know yeah. what I mean. I Black, mean, I get Blackstone was tight. Huh? Blackstone was tight. That's golf the way course you want. was good. Yeah. yeah. And there's no surprise at all. But no, and I'm sure we all are right there. You know, everybody's. Yeah. Well, I am. You are. We're having a problem with too much grass. Yeah. Uh so it's like every mow is on scalp, or we we put out a bunch of pre-mow. I think I talked about that. That helped, but I didn't want to pre-mow the one I'm doing the vertidrain on, right? Yeah, because I want that to recover. You know what I mean? So yeah, but at least it'll go sideways. That's the idea. Yeah. It's still growing, but yeah. obviously not vertically. But it's going to push it sideways. That's what a growth regulator does, Andy. It stops it's it from growing vertically. acid inhibitor, and yeah, fucks with the hormones. Gibberellic right. acid. Which extends the leaf blade. And then it forces it to run sideways or a... Plants know, a, still got to so use energy, so it does lateral growth. Right. So, so cool grass, season grass. grass will shoot up but another shoot. It promotes... That application of Primo we put on quail shut the fucking thing down. Oh, there yeah. wasn't any lateral oh. shit. Yeah, and you... Oh, Which okay. is fine. Because now I don't that fairway unit doesn't go have to go out the third day because we're bailing hay. Right. We can get two and send them over to... Wait. And probably a Played little bit fine. easier to cut through... You know that. You know how much is it? Is it? Do you find it's beefing up that your uh, machine is the black? Does that have any problems? Do you see any no, problems with turf? No. Or now it's toughing up because you have a lot more. 
Not really. Okay. No. Well, I was going to say. you see it tearing up before? Like a lot more, you know, as it's no, coming out of recovery. No, that thing's pretty clean because it, it, it cuts a slit and then almost like the uh, shockwave and then sends that blade yeah. right behind it. So it's already made that disruption. And we also use the blackavator ahead of it, or the... Uh, Aerovator? Aerovator. I had to almost loosen the slit. Aggregator too. is actually Aggregator what you have. I have both, actually. Thank oh, you very much. Oh, shit. Come on over. Actually. <laughs> it's a John Deere. Come on over. See, everybody can That's do everything. We just need products. asses and seats. We'll continue that part of it. Just asses and seats that are qualified to keep these things going. Yeah. But what was I going to say? Oh, so we did play Tuesday. One thing I did notice is the lies and how much sand was in our my di- Like, in the fairway, was yeah. definitely the sand in the profile, which is like, the first time I've noticed that since we started. And yeah, that's promising. Now your club starts really feels flying good. through it. Yeah. It's not so hard and clay. You bounce it's just, your club. It's just a nice, smooth divot. Oh, let me tell you. It is smooth. <laughs> I took quite a few of them. I yeah. felt yeah. terrible. But you know what I mean? Like, if it's all clay and, like, now I finally see it and I see sand kick up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, all yeah. right, we find them. We're moving the needle on that. And yeah. uh, so we're going to take, we got five inches. We're going to take the soil samples we did and send those in and see what what that flush did for right, our soils. Yeah. Supposed to get some more coming next week, maybe, huh? I thought this That's weekend was there a forty percent chance or something. Early next week. But buddy, it has been fucking hot. Yeah, it has been. In humid. Out of control. Shit. Is That's this the, the hardest season right now for you guys to uh-huh. grow? No, this is the easiest season. No, this is good. To this grow. humidity is only that creates the problem. It creates yeah. the growth. It drives the stolen so that's why we're bailing hay. It's June that fucks us. It's we too hot for ryegrass, and it's too and it's so hot and dry that the Bermuda's just sitting. And you coming from uh, beautiful Nebraska, where it's really, really humid, and still the yeah. temperatures are up. What do you find more comfortable sitting here outside on a patio, here or home? Uh, I guess here, because it's not as humid. Right. Humidity is the worst. Oh, correct. That's like when worst. we were golfing. Like, it was hot, but at a certain point, it was fine. When I was golfing in Denison and Carroll, it was it was awful. Here's like you just couldn't mornings escape it. Like right now, I got a couple drops of sweat because yeah. it's 106 degrees. Yeah. If this was San Antonio, Texas, I would be oh. changing my shirt right yeah, now. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I would wouldn't be, be able to if, breathe. If I was just hanging here in oh, in Nebraska, like, my shirt yeah. would be just Kansas drenched. City. Oh, so, okay. And, yeah, I just have a couple runs. Like, yeah. It's just that sweating is so terrible. back to the grass growing pot and tell andy is this is what we're trying to create at the plant level in june when everyone says our golf courses are wet you know why are we pushing so much water we try to create this feeling of air right now yeah. here down at the plant so you over water to try and create this little mini micro atmosphere Right in the plant level to get it to grow. How small of a but cloud right can now, you make? We don't need to even become close to no. that because we need dew points in like thirty. Yeah. Right now it's like sixty. The other day it was like seventy. Um, yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you. And Bermuda grass really doesn't grow till the dew point is at fifty-two degrees, and ryegrass dies typically around forty-five. So that we call in between that area, we call that June first to July first. Oh, is this the most humid summer you can remember? For me, for sure, hands down. It has been brutal. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. It's yeah, very I mean, close to the past, past few. But I remember at Highlands one Last year, year us complaining season. about like how much we were just pouring sweat. You would literally drive out onto the roads going from hole to hole. Like if you were mowing greens, yeah. 
cut through and their little walkways get out on the street because you were cooler on the asphalt than riding close to the morning dew coming off of the plant. Oof. It was brutal, brutal. And I don't find that. Now. As long as it's wind's blowing, it's okay. But that stillness, we that's another thing we have to have wind. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. The other day at Blackstone, the Blackstone breeze never oh. turned on. It was 111 degrees. Was telling I had Andrew. a white shirt on with kind of like bluish up in the top quarter. That was covered in so dry salt on like the 14th hole. And then in the white on my shirt, you could see the dry salt lines. And I that still had fucking four holes to go, and I'm out of sweat. So we played, yeah, yeah. our buddy from L.A., he was dying. I was not comfortable. He was hurting bad. Like, I, it was not. And there's holes where we got no air movement, 70, I remember. It was standing there just like, yeah. what the fuck? And I got to figure out there. Mm. It had to be that much worse. Yeah, it gets, I don't know, yours I bet is more human because of the bullets. It's in yeah, the rivers right. close by. You know, you're yeah. down there. You got another golf course right next door. Yeah, but we, Sun's so. just baking you out there, and there's no relief. I ran no out of wind. sweat after nine. Yeah, I was that's, out. That's a problem. <laughs> that's the thing. I see when I like would wipe my forehead. I didn't know if it was salt or if it was sand. But there's I don't know sometimes when, I was... when it's 115 degree and the the humidity's three, and that's normal. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it just dries so. Just... I think it just dries so fast off your skin. Yeah, I mean, but I would still take this a hundred yeah. times over the humidity in the Midwest, right. like right. every single day. Because as long as I'm used to it, right? Like Glenn's not used to that. I guess I shouldn't say his name. I no, he's fine. Whatever. But I'm used to just hot. Like, it was miserable. This is the same dude it. that works on the telescope, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's about to launch. It's oh. about to go down. That thing is incredible. We wanted to get him on, but they think logistics today was yeah, just right. too much. Yeah, right. Um, so you might have a little bit of insight. We'll keep it simple. How far away did we to launch? Within the year? Within two years? No, yeah. within the next. The, within the it's within the year. October. Okay, <laughs> all right. Within this year, I think. And then yeah. uh, when will we start launch. paying attention? Because it's I don't know how excuse me. that would I mean, be. It's got a ride. It's got a ride to the other yeah. side of the moon to that Lagrange point. Yeah, it's going to be whatever the fuck that is. Miles away from the Earth, and how it's going to orbit million. a million miles. And he uses the the moon as a shade, so it's on the other side of the moon. Right. And it orbits the Earth. And it'll orbit at the same time, 365 <laughs> oh, days. Yeah. It just stays there. I was like, how do you figure that out? He's like, the fucking scientists do that shit. I was like, yeah. I don't know, but I want to know how they Who do it. Who finds out what a Lagrange yeah. point is? And that this certain spot in outer space on the other side of the moon, we can just basically dock there. Yeah. And it's just going to orbit the fucking A million plane. miles. What is it called? The Lagrange point. I think the there's Lagrange? Like, there's more than three. I think this is the three. And it's not a ZZ Top song. No, but I was thinking it's more like the more like the taint of the universe. I mean, Lagrange. well, this galaxy right the moon? Yeah. and the sun. We're about to see the beginning of time. The empty space. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm wondering is, do you give you any insight on like what they think of like when we should start paying attention to what this thing's seeing? Um, or is it know. right out the gate? At least we're 30 days for it to, to like reach its point with all everything open. It's going to take a... I don't know. I remember if any of the things don't open it up, it's fucking gone. gone. Can you imagine? Oh, dude. You imagine the Golden Gate die. Bridge falling yeah. with the first fucking Our buddy would die. Volkswagen how long bug he's been buzzing on it. 18 years he's been working on it. 18 years. His whole career. That's on this crazy. thing. And they're bringing the launch into space. <laughs> Holy what shit. What do you do next day? He goes, I yeah. don't know. I know. Oh, all right. It's in space. See ya. Pack Good her luck, up. dude. Yeah. I imagine it's like the sea, like uh, some secret thing where the thing just like folds into the ground and disappears, oh, yeah. and nobody ever knew about it. And then we never hear from Glenn again. 
I swear his building was right here. No, Who are you I, talking about, sir? It doesn't exist. Yeah. A buddy, man. He's, I have his scorecard yep. right he's, here. He's right here. Yeah. Look at I have the picture. He was gonna he was gonna pass out on number nine. Oh, he was There's nothing. Under the <laughs> under the cooler. Come with me, sir. He had ice in his breast pocket. <laughs> oh, really? Put ice in his breast pocket. <laughs> and in his hat. Oh man. He was hurting bad. First places to go. Do you know where to first place cool yourself off Warm at? Bathtub. There's nowhere near your fucking head. That's for starters. Your feet. Yeah, your feet and your palms. Your also, palms. Your you palms. Know if you have feet hairy feet, feet your, that's a good your, sign you don't have diabetes. What's that? If you have hairy feet, that's a good sign that you don't have diabetes, and you have good blood flow. Matt doesn't have a hair on his foot, too. Oh, yeah. Sorry, about I, got the fuck, I got the beat. Uh-oh. You don't I have got a hair the sugar. foot of your toe, dude. Got the sugar. You do have the sugar. <laughs> Why are you breathing so hard? I'm trying to live. <laughs> oh shit! So what else is going on on the golf course? We uh, so it's the dog days, dude. Grass is growing like crazy. Obviously, playing some golf. Uh, all we had was hack attack last week. Hack attack this week coming up is at the Raven. Nice. Uh, so Chris will be hosting that thing. That's on Tuesday, I believe. So you boys that are close by. We had 31 at uh, Blackstone, the quote-unquote one of the good ones. That usually brings them out. Uh, I couldn't. Well, I just had these knuckleheads in town. And no, I know. We could have played, I, but I didn't want to put that. No, I totally we understand. Like you, were always out, you were out there as well. Family, you know, is here. And, and you want to play all five of them, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, I totally, totally, totally get it. We had a good time. But we had a good out. And what I'm saying is, let's keep it going. Yeah. That it was the dog days. It was 111 degrees. You know, just because it's one of the good ones, quote unquote. You know, the Ravens going to be good, centrally located. Yeah, that's a so good spot. So I'm going to go. I'll get Javier to go. And who was this course designed by? Cody down there. Edgar know, Allen. Peter. Peter's going to have to answer that question. Dude, we should have done that. Do you think you, that you could call him right Peter now and right see now? if he answers the phone? Let's get, a, let's get a golf quick. course. Let's pause this thing and get a golf course. Andy, you might have to. Let's see if this happens. You can just cut. I'm not going to cut this. All right, then. You you hold the show. What are your questions that you had for us? Oh, well, that was my first one was, like, is the dog days of summer the hardest part of growing grass? No. Uh, the hardest part about growing grass? Or the hardest season. Past I, us. I don't know. Like, you always, always say, uh, the, come see it in... Well, I know October is overseed season because I looked at Danny's calendar. The best my golf course will ever be is probably the week before we oversee. Yeah. Every year. As far as around. overseeding, I guess I don't understand overseeding. Last week of September usually. Depends on your situation. Mid-September to mid-August. Do you just October. throw extra seed on there? Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for your golf course and home course needs. Par West Turf Services. Use promo code Jingweeds for free shipping on orders over two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, so yeah, we're at the Raven next week. Um, I like the Raven. It's a cool golf course. Um, it's definitely totally different than what's here in the Valley, as far as down in the bottom, quote unquote, the Valley. Uh, I've heard it called Poor Man's Shadow Creek. Shadow Creek is a golf yeah. course. It's in is in that in Henderson or Mesquite, North Vegas? Yeah, or is it just considered think, wherever? Yeah. Anyway, one of the Vegas. most exclusive things. If you saw the pictures of it from what was it built in the early '90s or early 2000s, there ain't a piece of land around it. 
The Raven. You know, it's just a fucking, I mean, flat as flat as desert. Up kind of at the bottom of the foothills. Yeah. The, but there ain't a piece of property around it. And then there's an aerial shot of it today that's just houses everywhere. everywhere. But it is one of the most exclusive clubs. The idea is that a lot of Not pine trees, you know, a lot of pine tree type stuff that you don't see here in the valley. A lot yeah. of rolling movement throughout the course, but nothing like highly elevated, just kind of roly-poly. So almost Lynx golf. No. If all the pines, pines, if all the pines were down and it was all long grass, yeah, it would be okay. Exactly, yeah, it would totally be a lynx course the way it's laid out. Yeah. Do you drive uh, as far as Dan to work? No. Every day. Your golf ball. Uh, yeah, drive, I, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I know we play together. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that's a random question. I'm gonna cut that. No, I can hit it. <laughs> yeah, you can ball. We can it. get after it. I didn't hit the ball so well the other day. No. No, it's the. Uh, we need to get more consistent and play some more well, golf. Dude, we do because... I and the I idea is, is also... I love playing skins games, but not that style golf. I want to go back to playing yeah, like real golf. Like, yeah. let me go play my ball and play it to score rather right. than play it to fucking hope for a skin. Yeah, like, right. Like, play for luck. Uh, TJ had four, four birdies the other day. None of them held. They no were all kidding. good ones, too. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, they were good ones. I told him he owed me like fucking 50 bucks if he got anything because I was like, hit it here, put it here, hit oh, it really? here. Yeah. It's good. That place is so good, but it needs to be played probably three or four times. Yeah. And then you got to play it in the wintertime compared to the summertime. That's one of those courses that I think completely changes. I don't think I've ever played it Summer to winter. winter. Oh, really? I don't think so. so. Yeah. Summertime, you can beat it off those bowls. Yeah. Jimming specials. And hit it off the backside. Go long, you know, fair yeah. long, and it'll roll right up, down on the green. Fair long in the wintertime, and it sticks on the side of the hill. Does and it? then oh. you're fucked because, I mean, not because it's, well, one, it's hard to grow grass on fucking vertical hills. Yeah, and right. then you put an inch and a half of r thick ryegrass on it. It just stays there. Now you got this downhill <laughs> chip to good luck. <laughs> but even, you know, Obviously, the fairways and stuff like now, everything's mowed almost. I mean, he's got decent, he's got a very good stand of turf, but the rye, the rough, sorry, is uh, it seems thicker. And I didn't even ask him this. It seems thicker than normal at this time, or maybe it's longer than normal. Uh, I don't know his plan for overseed if they're going wall to wall or just the fairways, but you know that would play into yeah, right. that. But regardless, you get into some of those spots. Whew, Good luck getting your, your club through that, you know, yeah. inch of thick rough. Doesn't yeah. even need to be two inches, but thick, thick shit. But, yeah, that golf course is just fun. Uh, Peter shits on it all the time because he, I think, one, plays not his best there, and two, he's not a fan of that type yeah. of design, but I, I think it's good. Oh, is it a Paul Feinberg no, design? No, it's a... Paul uh, Feinberg? Peter... Like the Yahoo Jim Sports in. guy? Oh, Jimmy, Jim there he is. Yeah. yeah. Our classic North Dakota guy. Yeah, classic North the Dakota guy. The true North guy. guy. Which Dave... <laughs> you Dave said, I'm sorry, I want to run that back. He said true North. He did not say true North. No, I like, said true... I listened to no, him. No, he said, said true North. He said true North. I said true. I repeated that segment back several times. No, I thought I, heard I was ready listening to it, and I was like, that is so true North out of me. That's true North. I agree. I heard it live, and I go, true North? And I go, no, he said true North, for sure. 
Hey, yo! Look at this seagull you, ripping you a ready dart. For another? You got sure. the, this yeah. can is fire. Ooh. Yeah. It's this, the most basic. I didn't even see this yeah, there. I had to hide it from you. We ran into each other going in and out of the store, and I had to hold it behind me because I didn't want you to see. Oh, my, my gosh. This unbelievable pick. I love this I got thing. the half acre smoking ten. gull yes. pale ale. We've been bitching and whining that we can't find the good pale ale. 5.2% alcohol. Um, where are we brewed at? Does it, it even say state-wise? Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Those Midwesterners. A. That's solid. 5.2%. Uh, Not too bad. Fucking, they're half-acre Chicago, but that barn owl is fire, too. This can 100% is win. It's a 10 out of 10 on the on the can. On the can? I'll I I tell you what, I think we got three of the, the best cans that we've ever had. Mm. This three-can combo. We're really doing it. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right up your Dude, boy's that alley a, right there. That might be an that's, eagle for me. That's good. That is a good birdie right there. That's crisp. It's citrusy. That's it's citrusy, smooth. crisp. Oh, it's um, the whole package. Cold. Yeah, the can is That's awesome. a good... Ah, dude. I mean, I, you know what's crazy? I think seagulls legitimately do smoke cigarettes. And that's what this picture is. I agree. Those are the most disgusting animals going. Utah State Bird. Is it a seagull? No way. Do they have them? Google it right now. What kind of savages? I swear to God. They wiped out the cicadas back in the day that came destroying crops. Way back when, That's and good. flew in and destroyed That's all good. the cicadas, so they put it as the state bird. And we won't even look that up. I'm pretty sure I'm 100% fun fact with Matt this time. Oh. That the seagull is Utah's state bird, but That's there's a million of them in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, because we have a fucking McDonald's. Oh, okay. And, yeah, if you have McDonald's, you have seagulls, because they love me some french fries. Them motherfuckers will come from... Hundreds of miles for a French fry. Although they don't go to the Midwest. Dude, you want to talk and about fun facts? Body. There's one that you'll appreciate. Did you know dogs can smell time? So it's like the day goes on, the sm- their sense, the smell goes down and down, and then like it gets to a certain point, and they know you're supposed to be home. Think about that. I believe that. I Let's believe Google that. it right now. Because like our dogs will know when they want to go on a walk. When it's time to feed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, they, like Cody was a... I said dogs tell tot by smell. It came up. The canine nose is so sensitive that dogs can determine the difference between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m., the time when their partner's car rolls into the driveway every weekday. Uh, that is f- I yeah, would have to say, Money. or I thought always, at least with dogs are Cody, was um, the sun. And that probably has something to do with the scent, I'd imagine, yeah. to them. Yeah. Is sun goes down because if as long as it was down in our face, like it's walk time. Like, here we go. Let's go. Uh, that was more of a telltale yeah. sign than the time of day. So that's interesting. I, I believe it 100%. Yeah, I totally another, believe that. Another random one. Well, we got belching beaver. So if you put it the sound of a running river by a beaver, it will build the dam even if there's no water. So if it was over concrete and it just heard running water all the time, it'll build the dam. <laughs> Dude, 
That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I need a goddamn beaver and something, <laughs> and let's build one like upriver so beavers nothing are dope. comes spitting out. We went to destroy shit. Amy and I went to Omaha Zoo after dark, and the beavers were real active. So, yeah, I think beavers are fucking savages, and they're gross, but they're very obviously crazy smart, and where they connect with that. One more beaver story before you go to Coyote story. Dude, we had one at fucking Iron Horse. This thing would mow down like four four trees a night. That's the thing. It's unbelievable. Busy as a beaver is legit. Like, this thing would fucking drop an uh, eight-inch fucking... I was cruising up in... uh, Shit, where the hell were we? Somewhere up north here. And there was a tree just like fucking not apart. And it was like, how did that motherfucker give up on this? Yeah. You know, how did he give up on that? Why? Like it was so little piece that he could have just took the tree down. But instead He's it's like moving. He's moving waiting. On. Yeah. And the other ones are all fucking And it's down. like the perfect cone shape. Like it's. He's been doing it for years. It's bananas. Crazy. They'll build a dam in no time flat. Yeah, the other thing, coyotes, they're weird in the sense that, you know, when they're howling in the mornings, especially, it's a roll call. So they're not only communicating us how far we are, but Mama Dukes is fucking yelling out, where is everybody? And if there's no answer to what she just had as a litter, immediately goes into heat. Really? That's the whole process to build the pack. Yeah, you'll never get rid of coyotes, ever. Go out there and shoot. As million as you want, they just start fucking start whistling and reproducing. Did you see and that? So the bunkers on sixteen, eight years ago when we redid them, fucking coyotes dug up the one on the left side, fucking right away, back into it just as we finished it. So the back side of the bunk, the back side bunkers are completely done, other than the sod that's going to go around yeah. it, which there it's all cut out and prepped. That'll be done this week. Um, but as far as playing in and out of the bunkers, yeah, you can go in there. As soon as we put enough sand in there, they fucking went in there and started digging it all up. I wonder why there. That's where I they lay know. their litter. It's yeah, their uh, den is well, I assume, is down in the canyon off of seventeen. Have you like tried the dynamite? Seventeen behind six, huh? <laughs> Have you tried dynamite? <laughs> no, dynamite. Dynamite, I, it's too loud. It's too loud. <laughs> we, got yeah. we got a noise on it. Too. Yeah, a noise on it. I barely can run a buffalo it's messy. in the between morning. Between 10 and 8. It's messy. <laughs> yeah. But they're out real early. So I got to get them at 4. If I blew up some dynamite, it'd be rough. That's wild. Yeah, there's no predators for them. So fuck them. They can do whatever oh, they want. No, say, I saw an article about in the Everglades. They had like the python, the great python hunt, and they sent a bunch of people out. Yeah. Like, you win 10 grand if you get the most. They get, like, in, like, three days. I don't know. It's, like, 283 pythons they yeah, killed down and there. And you can't keep up on it. But they... Jesus. Oh, the point of that was they got they lay, like, 22 eggs. Yeah. And there's and no predator for those and eggs. And they're not native so, to Florida. Yeah. So, when those hatch, there's no predator. Yeah. They're house pets released. That's how that all yeah. started. 22 in one that? nest. You imagine Oof. that? Those Everglades used to be covered in deer and all sorts of shit. It's the pythons killing them, not the crocodiles. Really? These fuckers eat crocodiles. <laughs> Promise you. I've the seen snakes? anaconda. Yeah. Yeah. And anacondas. They think the longest snake is fucking 100 feet long ever. What? An anaconda. Yeah, they have like satellite photos. Looks like, a, I think uh, Rogan says it looks like a goddamn like telephone pole laying <laughs> in the fucking Amazon. It's an anaconda. But it's allegedly they graphed it and they thought it was roughly 100 feet. Dude, dude, fucking no, snake! No, like no, what the no. fuck? That, ju- that no. jungle's so thick and unlivable. Mm-hmm. I know. So what like, lives we got in a there? buddy who went to the an area like a jungle, and uh, 
He said, dude, like it's just a constant job to keep the jungle at bay. Because everything's just growing nonstop. Oh. So there's people buzzing around just to keep the jungle at bay. He's like, this, you take a day off, they will take over completely. Yeah, there's that golf course. This is just not even comparison, but how fast something happened. The uh, ocean course that's on Kauai used to be two thirty. Well, it's two eighteen holes, thirty six holes. Basically, the attraction or the what do you call it? The travel didn't wasn't really conducive to going to Kauai. They always went to the big islands and everything else, so it couldn't sustain. So they let one of it go, left the car path as like a jogging thing, and in two years, it completely overgrew a golf course. That's insane. That's just why. Imagine how fast the Amazon goes. Yeah. It just. I mean, it's sad they say that it's going away, but Jesus, it apparently grows right behind itself. Because at the rate that they yeah. burn it. I mean, we talked about it in 10,000 years. The only thing left that you could tell human beings were the, the uh, pyramids and Mount Rushmore. You don't believe it? Oh, I said I believe the pyramids. I just don't think you're recognizing George Washington fucking in 10,000 years. That's. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying that. I mean, he might theorizing. look younger. You're right. Windswept. <laughs> yeah. He might look a little younger. Man. Yeah, I know. That's why I say I believe the pyramids. The Sphinx, though, the face of the Sphinx is made out of but stone haven't they, that still exists. Yeah, but haven't they rebuilt that thing? Or no, but didn't they get sh- the nose got shot off or they're using it? As the man on the moon fell off in New Hampshire. <laughs> and that was always a big thing. He went up Isn't and saw there a the face man in the Delaware? moon, which was a a natural thing that you stood and you saw the profile of the face. And I mean, it was, a I thought rock that was Delaware. Was people would know I'm in uh, New Hampshire, up in the white mountains. Are you from the Northeast? Uh, yeah, somewhere oh. up there. <laughs> Andy, uh, you fucking, you and, gotta, you uh, get punched. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> uh, but that fell off after getting its chains tied to it. And also it's other fucking straps and stuff to hold it up. It finally fell fucking off. But that's right. Now by the sea. No, it's inland. I've never been there. I've never been in the Northeast, so. I just talking don't think it would be recognizable, is all I'm saying. I just think the longevity. But I get the idea of the the longevity. Yeah. Like, like things that I can't think of. And that would be one of them. I mean, how the fuck did they carve it, let alone how long is it going to last? I don't know how you do that. Carve that shit and know that proportion. Yeah. Without laser beams. Yeah. And all that. How the hell was a Hoover Dam built? Rulers. Yeah, and protractors, levelers, and guys I mean, in suits and let's knickers. be honest, the leveling the leveling technology hasn't really changed much. It's still the little green liquid with an air bubble. My wife's uncle, <laughs> like great grandpa was one of the head engineers on that thing. Really? Yeah. On a leveler? No, on the Hoover, Hoover Dam. Dam. That's a lot of concrete. Still curing today. Where's the damn bait shop? Yeah, it's still curing today. That's yeah. a fucking fun fact right there. <laughs> I didn't know. That the inside of the Hoover Dam still carrying today. That's part of the problem of the dam that's is that up a in, fact? Yeah. And uh, that's part of the problem of the dam that's in China that's about to break. The one that took that they started building in, building in like 1988. That's the biggest dam in the world. Yeah, what is They that? just finished it a couple of years ago, and it's ready to burst. It's, a lot of it's because it's fucking the bottom of it is allegedly not cured. Oh, shit. And they've built up that much water behind it. 1988. <laughs> and it just fucking went into, like, operation. Or yeah, how, whatever you would call that. Did you listen to that podcast about the war over water? Yeah. And how much China is just going to control all of it? If they just build all these dams, like 12 of the rivers originate but, in China. So three of them broke two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Three of those big monsters broke. All places gotten out. <sighs> That's deep. 
That you might have to cut because we don't even know what we're talking about. But that's I know, a legit that story. Weird. So do you have any more questions? How? No, I just when we were playing your course, it just it just felt like summer would be the hardest part because in Nebraska right now is lush, right? Super lush. Everything's heavy. Everything's thick. But it just felt like everything was kind of thin. But I also think that's the difference between Midwest golf and desert golf. And I don't mean thin in a bad way, but like I could find my ball in the rough and it felt so much better. I also felt really bad about divots, but so divots aren't that bad as long as we got sand. Yeah, divots are good. Yeah, sand. I mean, I don't care about divots. And Bermuda grass goes right right back. Yeah, just put a little sand on it, level it out. And it's fresh, and any piece of sand is. Better than no sand, you yep. know. We're trying to top dress. So what do I do if they don't give us sand? Just helping. Every time yep. you put a little down, you're just helping us top dress. What do I do if they don't give us sand? Uh, replace. For the golfer, replace your divot on top of that. Some grass, depending on how deep you went, you might be able to get its little roots growing back a hair. But if you're skinning off the top, nothing's growing back. Um, but it's more or less to really help the game of golf that another guy doesn't get stuck in your divot. Okay. That's a lot of that too. And like, if you got a big divot, it's to level out that playing yeah. surface. So it'll grow out level with the turf versus yes. in the bottom. Correct. Of the okay. But the people don't, that don't give a fuck about what yeah. we do for a job. Yes. Think of it as a golfer's end of it. Fill that thing. So you and your, everybody has is filling. You'll never get stuck in that divot. That's the rules not changed yet. Yep. Everybody says the rules should should change and you should be able to pull it out of a divot let's say no and make that a heavy advocate type yeah. thing but that's not I gonna work yes, right that's a dream if you land a divot in the middle of fairway you're penalized for a good drive that stinks it does stink i mean it doesn't happen to me often but, but then again it's like how then how much that will do with pace of play in the pga tournament how would you get a club length uh you know what i mean like you roll it out where do you put yeah. it you know what i'm saying I think just like on the range, right behind it, yeah. <laughs> you know, set it right there and fire away. Yeah. My other question is how, what's the proper way to break the bunk as a player? Cause I can't do the circles that y'all do. No, it's just to smooth it out. Yes. Yeah, That's m- all it is. It I don't care if you got to push, pull, don't let it bounce in either direction. Just fluff, fluff on your way out. That's the easiest Cover your tracks. Just kind of push it back and push it towards the middle. Don't rake it towards the edges. Push it. Push it away from you. All your sand. I'm going to tell you to do that to help help me because everybody puts it behind them and just lets it drag in their footprints. Yeah. You know, the lazy man's way. So it's bouncing, creating a worse lie over a bigger space. You know, just push it back in. Help us out. Keep it to the middle. Okay. It w- is how I would ask people to do it. I didn't know that. I was doing it the wrong way. I'm gonna be you, honest. You, you were pulling doing it the foot all drag? towards you? Well, I was just trying to clear my, like, yeah, I was pulling it this way, pulling but I knew it didn't you. feel right. It just yeah. didn't feel right. Push it back. Keep okay. the sand towards the middle because 95% of them are going to pull like right. you are. See? These are I'm the questions. I'm a pusher. I'm a pusher. Well, now I know to push. <sighs> now you're push in. Yeah, push it. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Push it real good. <laughs> Uh, what else? I got a uh, verticutting coming up next week. I'm going to verticut the shit out of these greens. Done top dressing. Boom. It's a big check mark right yeah. there. Back on the rig to go spray Primo at high rates to slow this place down. Uh, 
construction is moved on to the front side. Like I said earlier, we're going to get grass probably Saturday morning. That grass, everything will be done on the back side, which will be a nice check mark. Yeah. And then uh, bunkers are moving along good, shaping them. Uh, took out the T on number two, filled in that whole right side of number one. So that's all filled in. Number two uh, bunkers reshaped good. Three is gone. Bunker's gone, but it's all reshaped. Back, they're on four. Uh, sorry, five. Slid that bunker down the hill. It's going to be fucking nice. nice. It's going to be more dead in the middle. Uh, and then the backside one with a little, bit, still a little bit of flare of grass out to like nine or ten feet away from the green and then down rather than and my original thought was down right away. Yeah. This might hold it there. You might get a little fucking putt off the top of the hill. It's going to be nice. But I think you're going to be able to fly right at the stick a little bit more. Nice. With a little bit of, not bailout, but it's going to be more safe to go right of that bunker. And then the fairway one is filled in. Okay. And then they'll move on to the backside. Uh, sorry, the five through eight. And then get out. Because we are one month away. No. Next time I come out, I want to play Desert Canyon. Yeah. I have the putter cover, which is beautiful, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. I love that thing. Show it off every time to everybody in Nebraska. It is a fire cover. It is awesome. I know. Now we're out of the 50 year, and we still have a bunch of 50 year. Really? Mm-hmm. Nobody's buying those? No. Or maybe there's just too many of them. I mean, how often do you walk in and just... Get a cover? Yeah. Yeah. Never. Just once. Yeah, your place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. True that. Also, send me some uh, Desert Canyon gear. I'll rip the shit out of that. Yeah, I don't know what we got that I can chuck you staff at. <laughs> I'd love one. You like what's that? Like, oh, it's just summer's not nothing's moving. Yeah, they don't want to stock anything. And everything's on sale because there's some yeah. fresh stuff. We're getting bad birdie stuff. Are I like to call those. This you, this you can cut out probably too. That's another one I'd love to call. Because okay. they're local. I've emailed them back and forth. Oh, you have? Yeah. Told yeah. them I was in the business. I even we were talking about going to Bandit. He was he was going to Bandit. Doesn't a couple cost weeks a shit. Up. Let's do a promo code with them. Yeah. That would be a just reach he was out to They were like, that. Yeah, I'm going oh. I was like, Oh dude, I'm going to Bandit. I'll bring some of your shit if you want. And he's like, Oh man, we don't have any like things but i'll give you 25 percent off he's like where, when are you going because i'm going to bannon like something he's like where do you work and it's like i bike over there all the time so i've already emailed the dude before oh yeah that's a good one yeah go ahead yeah you're buzzing that seagull that seagull is pretty sweet what uh welcome to your standard friday yeah, I know. Only it's Thursday. I know. That's fine. I'm taking tomorrow off. Hang out with the boys. Oh, fucker. But Andy's leaving. Yeah, you got to leave tomorrow morning early. We're going to go to the 4-4. Electric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Most underrated part of this podcast. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we're going to the four court. All right, Griswold. Yeah, are you going to Arizona? At least you gonna put a foot in each? You gonna put a foot in each state and a hand in each state and take pictures for Facebook? I don't know if I can put this on the podcast. Let me tell you this: the drive into Phoenix from Santa Fe is fucking awesome. It is awesome. You come out here, you 
come down the mountain? You come down it. You're, you can fly because the speed limit's already 65, 70. Is that Peter Felica? Peter. Oh, it's. Uh oh. Of course we, we got a call. Him? Raven. The Raven. Yeah. Let's see if he says that growling. And welcome to our newest Peter. segment, Stump the Peter. Hey, welcome to episode number 63 of From the Jingweeds. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Andy, the producer, Andy, is in the house. Andy, What's up, Peter? Hello, Peter. Hello. How are you? Um, Andy I had has a question a, I have for a you. Stump the Peter. Okay, shoot. Who designed Corey Oaks in Nebraska? Jeff Brower. <laughs> I can't actually <laughs> verify or not. I, I'm just going to assume that's right because um, he answered with such confidence. Yeah, you did answer with confidence. But. And there's one more. Who designed the Raven? Which one? In Phoenix. Jingweeds next week. Oh, the Raven at South Mountain is a um, Schmidt and Curly, right? No, I think it's an Edgar Allen. <laughs> Edgar Allen. <laughs> Edgar Allen Poe? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a Schmidt and Curly. I'm correct. You know what? I'm not even sure what they yeah. are because he's. What do you say for Corey Oaks? Corey Oaks is who? Jeff Brower? Peter? Yeah, Jeff Brower. I'm, I'm not 100% positive on that one, but I think so. All right, Dan's fact-checking you now, and Andy's going to fact-check the Raven. Oh, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting you guys this. to work. Peter, what's up? How'd the week go? Good, good. Things good. are going well. Did you listen to the pod? What did you think of yourself? John LaFoy. Yes, I did. I did. John LaFoy. John LaFoy. At Corey Oaks. At Corey Oaks. Oh. So Peter is now Over. two for seven. Oh. Raven Phoenix. Will it tell me on on their website? Uh, yeah, it about should. Us, about the club. John LaFoy. Yeah. Who is that, Peter? A, eh, Peter. Stump the Peter. Hey, Peter, for Peter. a bonus point, what else is John LaFoy designed? Ooh, bonus point. You can get a flicker back. What has? What else has John LaFoy? Panks and Graham. Panks. Who's Gary Panks and Gary David P- Graham? It's a Panks? Oh my gosh, I missed that one. Oh my oh, god. This game my is no fun, dude. This isn't even a uh, fucking segment this anymore. This segment is real. Did you realize what we were trying to do? We were like, yes, we can just. We decided. So a week ago, Thanks, Dan fires off to me softball. and Andy in a group text and says, hey, I think we should have a segment called Stump the Peter, where we'll just call Peter. And I said, well, Let's see if Peter will come on. <laughs> Fuck it, Peter. Will you come on? Peter shows up. Peter stumbles over everything and shits on his head. Let's see if he'll do better next week. And here we are. We fire one off with Andy. And he, he oh, stumped oh, the Peter. Peter, that's two for eight. On a softball. Thanks. Two too. and six. Two Hanks? for eight. Tom? That is Could have had the Tom. Bad. bad look, dude. Yeah, bad look. I would hit the books. Yeah, I would hit the books and start thinking about who we are and where we come from. You know, because we're going to start digging into those ones just because. I mean, I'll give you hints, you know, the way to start shopping around. But I think we got to get better than that because this is people are going to start wondering what kind of guy, what kind of ref. I mean, we set you up as Peter. a heater in this event. Like we'll go toe to toe. Yeah. Peter will go toe to toe with everybody. And Peter fell apart. Stumped the Peter over oh, two today. Stumped the oh, Peter. He did legacy. He did my course too. I can't believe I didn't even know that. So. Oh man, yeah. Freaking Panks and Grams. Jesus. All right, Peter. All right, we'll Peter. let you get back to Thanks, evening. Peter. All, right. All right. See you, see buddy. See you next week. All right. Stumped the Peter fell on his <laughs> own untied shoe.
you know, if the Ravens were like, shoes untied, Andy Petey, shoes untied, Petey, shoes untied, boom, <laughs> Peter fell. I mean, I can't believe I'm got, I got him with the Dan, Ravens. Andy and Dan Cutler that designed the Ravens, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy's like, Panks, Gary Panks, <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Is Decent. That a, is that a big yeah. dude? Is Did he a important? couple. Yeah, very popular. Did a couple. Yeah. Holy shit. Stumped the Peter. Stumped him. All right. I like it. He was his. so confident in his it's answers, though. At least he delivers it with confidence. And has a name. Like he thinks. I know. I would never have no. a one, but I didn't sit on row 27 and row 28 of a flight on tarmac just dunking on everything that we threw at him for 45 minutes. I mean, that's that was a, that's a legit segment as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. We would do it. We're calling him fun. next week. Oh, we're calling him every week. Every Can't week, wait. stump the Peter. Peter. Send in your request. Send Peter, in your you're alive course. at three. If you have a golf course, please tweet at me, OG Cut Funkler. Maybe we follow, just make like, it three thirteen every afternoon. Whenever we do this, we call him. Listen, regardless. Also, rate about. the podcast on Apple I, iTunes. Yes. Is the uh, Apple Podcast app? Download, re-download. Yeah, download, subscribe, re-download, resubscribe. And, like, and you know what? New challenge. Like, Tell two friends. Tell two friends about the Jingweeds. They probably golf. They want to know more about the grass. I know I do. That's my ad. That's live my ad. ad. Live ad reads. I love those. Anything else you want? To, you boys want to talk about? No. It's always, uh, it's always good to get together yeah. with the boys. This is great. All right. I love doing a live recording. You have something? No. All right, everybody. We're going to say goodbye, and we're going to say thanks for coming out, Andy. Dan, always a good time. Thursday afternoons. Shit, couple beer reviews. I thought it was a never drink Thursday. Shit, I had a couple. They're good. That's why they call it Thirsty Thursdays. Thirsty Thursday. With that, we're going to say later. Stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad. Bye, everybody. Love you. Mike, Kenny, Mom and Dad. That gave us fucking a half Four. a star. I didn't see it. <laughs> we'll go find him. Yeah, we got those 300. We get. Yeah, thank there's God there's only 32. People. We can get through that list quick. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> coming for you. Yeah, we're coming. It's four star. Coming back at you. Who's talking Dick shit? This is easy. Who's gonna, <laughs> who's gonna talk shit now? <laughs> who's here to talk shit now? You grab a mic. <laughs> you yeah. hit play. You think this is you easy? You try to talk get about all grass. three microphones recording at the same time <laughs> yeah. each week after 62 of these. You try this, yeah. number 63, fuckers. <laughs>